Welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I'm joined by Allison Oconee, our community care pastor. <laughs> you crack yourself up every time with that. Um, Amanda Salisbury, our youth... Of, what, what, do you want your, what do you want your title to be, Amanda? Youth volunteer extraordinaire? Whatever. Okay. All things. We'll put whatever. Right-hand man. Or third. <laughs> All things. All things. <laughs> Students, kids. Yeah, yeah. All You do so many things. Um, and Brian Cobley, our students director and our speaker from Sunday. And Brian, Ooh. you got to wrap up the family. You pointed for a long time, man. You committed to that. I was also doing the double jointed thing that I can oh, do. Oh, yeah. Um, you got to wrap up our family values series. Yeah. And your topic was serve sacrificially for everyone who hasn't listened to the podcast or seen online, Family Values is all about our acronym, um, LEGS, uh, living invitationally, engage consistently, grow spiritually, give generously. And Brian, you had served sacrificially. Yes, sir. So, Brian, how long had you known about that you were going to be preaching on serve sacrificially or just any of the family value uh, topics? Well, we know we know two, not, two months before when we had lunch as a staff. And then, like, we were it feels with COVID time, like yeah. everything is like longer. That so, like last year, didn't we talk about this? <laughs> but we we went to we had lunch as a staff, and that's when Cliff was like, "Hey, did anyone speak to you guys?" I'm like, "Oh, actually, serve sacrificially would be really cool if I did that." When was that? Great. That was a long time ago. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. So you you know, but long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Long enough. Long enough. Yeah. I, I have no clue. That's some time to think about it. So <laughs> if it was bad, sorry. <laughs> no, it was good. Um, <laughs> what? When you were told serve sacrificially, were you excited? Were you like, it actually like a different week? Or were you like, eh? So, I mean, I picked it, so I was excited. But I honestly had no idea what I was going to do. Because Mm -hmm. as you know, Hayden, from being just close friends with me, topical sermons are like really difficult to write sermons for. Uh, So just the topic of serving was like, okay, like, how do you... For me, it's how do you say that for 30 minutes of what I can say in five yeah. And so trying to flush out a whole 30-minute sermon. Well, when I do expository sermons, it's, okay, how do I narrow this down to yeah. 30 minutes while topical is like, I, I, I'm just putting a lot of very varies mm-hmm. and a lot like in your paper when you're trying to hit mm-hmm. the word count. Yeah. <laughs> Allison does not approve of that at you all. Not appro- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Who, you not approve? Come on, you did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious, Brian, when did you come... Uh, when did you come across or have the idea to spend the majority of your time in First Peter? So I I didn't know what I was going to do, but I did know that I was going to do a word study on the word serve. Okay. And see all the different times serve comes up and the different ways it comes up. Yeah. And so I just wanted to focus on the, the different words. It's actually kind of cool. One of the things I discovered was uh, the word serve, there's different Greek words for it. Mm-hmm. And... There's three major words that it's used most of the time, and they're used as, like, service. So, like, when you're serving someone. But then the majority of the time, there's a different word for when people serve God, and there's a different word when people are serving each other. Ooh, that is mm. cool. Yeah. yeah. So there Wait, so what are the... T- I don't remember that in your sermon. I didn't say that in the sermon. Oh, well, tell things. us about oh. that. That's really interesting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the words, but it is for when you see, like... A specific word for serving God is a completely different Greek word. Wow, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I want to. I want to follow. I need up more on that. that. Yeah, 
I'm it's gonna like, follow up on the follow correct, up. I think it's like La Terra, like De Terra, but not like the oil. <laughs> La Terra. La Terra sounds like a medicine. Oh, or, you know, yeah. it does. God is our bit. medicine. Oh, our, he's oh. our healer. That was good. While you're at it, God, I'm back. Yeah, Brian, you, um, this was like your Jordan flu game, man. You were preaching a, a big sermon in the middle of like a medical emergency. Yeah, your this back is, was you know, out. I'm better than Russell. I, I went I went back oh, up. Oh, wow, Brian. <laughs> You're not going to make a lot of friends on this. <laughs> How are you doing, Amanda? You we doing still good? beat you, though, so With, I mean, it, it happened hurt after. at that point. But you know yeah, what? Against just, the Rams. Just take your 49ers and get out put here? them back in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> So, Brian. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, why did you decide? This isn't a critique. I'm just asking the question. Just a preface, okay? <laughs> it's not a, why did you do that? Um, why did you decide to open up with the uh, as seen on TV, um, let's call it section with your message? What was what was the driving force so for that? So, the, the thought is I knew as, after doing the, the, the word study on serve, I, that's when I really found the first Peter verse and i'm like oh gosh this is completely like what we at arbor would say serve sacrificially like mm -hmm. we all have been given gifts specific gifts and we need to use these gifts to serve others because that's really what the gift is for is for a specific purpose and that's the purpose of uh spreading the gospel and hopefully people accept the big gift mm -hmm. which is grace and so i was thinking of specific gifts and if you know me i love i love gifts that have a purpose yeah um, if somebody's going to give me a gift it's like just like i would love for it to be a practical gift that's mm -hmm. something i could use don't really care about wearing stuff all that much but just a random well thing weren't like, weren't you saying specifically your mother-in-law gave you something oh, so jank that you use all the time all the now. time that my, my, yep. my what was it steak flipper the steak flipper the steak right. flipper yeah so, so it's you know grilling before this tool was my, you know, I'd grab a fork, flip it, or my tongs <laughs> or my spatula and flip my steak. It was fine. But when I opened up my stocking, I'm like, what is this sharp object? And she goes, it's called the steak flipper. I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> and now I will not grill a steak or any yeah. meat without my steak flipper. It's a little small hook. And you hook it, you lift it, turn it, and then unhook it. Wow. I feel like I need a practical demonstration of this. I just did. did you see? No, like... In real life. Oh, you need to come. Oh, yeah. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. I need to make you a steak. Yeah. Come over. I make a steak. Allison, a too. And one for Hayden. Right. Prove Hayden, it. Hayden, have you seen my steak? Prove flipper? it. Prove you, it. I don't think so. Man. <laughs> it is the greatest tool. So that I was thinking of my mother-in-law who gives the, the greatest practical gifts. And just to get on the mindset of gifts for a purpose, when you think of the as seen on TV gifts, you're yeah. like, you know, there's the there's that viral video of that guy who looks at these like gifts or these items and yeah. you're like, makes fun of them because you can do that with something else. But I'm like, yep, no, those specific gifts outside of the ice cream, like the DIY, make your own yeah. ice cream makers that everybody has on top of their fridge because they bought it once, used it once and have never used it again. Outside <laughs> yeah. of that gift, all those other ones are so nice to have. Sorry if I attacked anybody with that statement. I don't have in in today's culture, I am sure we'll get enough hate mail about that. Yeah, <laughs> all the people with the DIY ice cream, you know, all of a sudden cause nobody a will, in our nobody's going to make you ice cream now because they know you. Hey, <laughs> growing up, did you did your parents have to make your own ice cream? Yeah, it was like the little like crank style. Like it looked like oh. a like a little I don't know. It looked like a <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. But like the little. Uh, popcorn things at the movie theater, yeah. like that size. Yeah. And then you just cranked it. How it, often did yeah. you guys use it? Uh, twice, to my <laughs> memory. And was it left on the fridge after that? 
No, it was actually, they put it out in the garage. <laughs> I remember it was like you washed it out of like cobwebs and everything when you actually used it those two times that we used it. So, yeah, But um, I, was, I was excited to just share the practical gifts and give out gifts to yeah. people, the gifts with a purpose. And it's funny because a lot of people were super excited for it. It was like, yeah, yeah. like that's, that's the point of practical gifts. It's, it's mm-hmm. not something you'd usually buy yourself, but you're so thankful that you have them. It's interesting to think of the church like Jesus and you know, handing out gifts, knowing yeah. that somebody was going to be the stake flipper in the church, right? In the body. <laughs> yeah. And that this particular way that they, you know, yeah. do the flip is so integral yeah. to a, a home or a household mm-hmm. or a family. And so that's the purpose, right? You were saying that these gifts are to be used for, did you use the word edification? edification of the church i did not use that word but, but yes totally Edific- i said that you meant it yeah but how mind. did you say it i said that the the gifts are used to serve each other because that's what it says in first peter four nine through eleven that's cool yeah i was gonna say something as you were saying that well oh, but i was saying oh, well, the main thought process was it's, it's cool because you know we call them gifts we read them mm-hmm. gifts but it's really not a gift for us. Yeah. And that that's, that's that's the whole purpose of it. It is a gift to be used for others. That we're just the instrument to get the gifts out to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To serve. And then uh the not immediately next, but one of the next parts of your sermon was you went through and read the uh 15 tips for when you have <laughs> someone coming over to your house. Yeah. Um what inspired that decision, Brian? The make you you committed and read all fifteen. I now. did. I thought like, oh, he's gonna read a couple. You read all fifteen. All and fifteen. I was like, all right. They were important to know. Again, not judging or yeah. not critical, right? <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> hey, I really didn't like when you played the D minor today. It just it didn't hit. It didn't didn't hit in the song. I did not play a D minor. Okay. <laughs> we didn't play anything in C. So <laughs> nice try. Um, so. That came from the tagline that we spent like two hours as a staff to come up with, <laughs> which we, yeah, which have we use. Yeah, have yet to really even mention. Yeah, yeah. which well, it's on the yeah, it's on the slide, but we we never We've never talked it. Yeah. about it. And Make so yourself at home. I was sitting, I was listening to Allison's sermon, and I looked at that. I'm like. Nobody has mentioned I know. yourself at home. I know. Like once we we mentioned where the story came from with the volunteer yeah. who like grabbed food on the podcast, but I'm like. Make yourself at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. And then as I was looking at the make yourself at home, I realized there is a lot of work, which is why I read all 15 to yeah. show that there is a lot of work when you say that statement, make yourself at home. And yeah. in the context of serving, that's there's a lot of work to get yeah. done just to put on a service for mm-hmm. people to come and feel like they're at home. Yeah. Have what Allison likes to say that she ripped a church home. well i think the best my favorite part of that list and that whole section of your message was that you read those things and you said um nobody knows how much work goes into uh the the moment in time where you say like hey come on in make yourself at home Mm -hmm. because like we just hosted an event at our house a couple days ago and the whole first half of the day was spent getting ready for the people to come and then they come and then the whole rest of the day is spent like cleaning up after they've come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, it is a lot like church. It is a lot like a Sunday morning. There's so many moving parts that go into yep. 
setting up chairs and having yeah. worship and having a parking team and like every everything and and not just a sunday sunday alone is huge we have right people showing up to this building almost every day of the week right and there's work to get done right so people can come and grow closer yep. right. to christ right <clears throat> and we need help we do and it 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 in a way is very humbling to a, to use that word need um, but I think it's honest and I mm -hmm. think it's um, transparent because we are a little short staff here. Mm -hmm. um, can't caulk every hole that's in the wall and then like repaint over it. And we can't, I mean, there's just a lot of work to be done that we can't do just ourselves. Yep. And or the volunteer who do, does many, like I look yeah. at with Amanda, who, yeah. Amanda, how many teams? have you helped like i wouldn't say like committed but how many teams have you just helped at this church since joining arbor i don't know <laughs> well it's kind of countless because she yeah. morphs yes you yeah. know around into, into like everything right so like making popcorn out in the backyard during our summer thing and yeah you know i don't know she but does everything now what's that and amanda's like the example of that statement that we used to say the 20 does 80 is that what it was oh, the 20 20 percent of the that. people do 80 percent of, of the work yeah 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 and that's amanda i mean amanda we hope does not get burnt out one day <laughs> well we hope to clone her yeah. yeah i would like a clone of myself and so that's your if job. you figure that out let me know it's good to have somebody coming up behind you so that is something that's good like bring somebody along mm -hmm. with to do all the jobs and then just to hand it off that's the idea with Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she should be doing to others. Yeah, Amanda is my right hand person. Be a mentor. Right now. That's when hey. you said, what's your title? I said, right hand. Mm. Right hand man. Amanda. Woman. You know, man in the, the ESV mm. context. Oh, where... please. Get out of here. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I know you're trying to so last stick week, it in and flip me. <laughs> last week, Allison spoke on giving, and we talked about... Um, how challenging of a subject that can be because it's uncomfortable and it can make people get a little, you know, they feel like they're on the hot seat the whole time, right? Um, I looked out during the message and noticed a, a few people who were like, oh, a little bit like that. And I thought to myself, I wonder if there is also some guilt as well when you're sitting there and you're hearing Brian speak about, um, here's how we could use your help. Everybody's pitching in. I don't think, I don't think you mentioned on stage the 20% is doing 80%. But I then thought about, wow, that is actually, this message could be a call to action or a very much, man, I'm not doing a good job serving here. Was that something that you anticipated? Any sort of um, people feeling called out or maybe not called out, but like, you know, maybe yeah. I should be doing a little bit more here. Which is why I added a little bit in the message where I'm saying, if you are serving, because that's one yeah. thing I didn't really address so i had to address it was yeah other people be like i am like a man yeah. like i do you not see what i'm doing like yeah. i am so i yeah. did have to address if you're doing it awesome but yeah. if you're not like this sermon is for you mm -hmm. and the people who are serving was the little thing i added at the end where yeah. i talked about the different ministries and the impact that they're having mm -hmm. but the uncomfortability like i do think uh giving sermons are uncomfortable to hear yeah I think the serving messages are uncomfortable to do. Yeah. 
um, I always, I felt that I've always felt that. And there was a, uh, a story that I couldn't add into the sermon that yeah. is so applicable. And I told myself one day, like I, I need to share this story with a church because yeah. it is so true. And it was at my home church when I was uh, volunteering in the kids ministry and I was an intern that we had, we always have a Sunday called like serve Sunday where we talk about all the different children's programs and this church is huge so there's so many children's rooms that need leaders and so during the announcement section the the family pastor went up who was my uh, youth pastor growing up and just did an amazing job of talking about the need for uh yeah. joining the the kids team and i'm like this is, this is awesome we are we're gonna get so many people and so many new people because a mm-hmm. lot of times you just keep having the same people over and over again that just really need a break and we can't give them a break because nobody's volunteering yeah so i was super excited because he did such a good job and at the end he goes and if you guys want to sign up we have a a a booth out in the parking lot for you to come and ask questions and i was going to be in the booth right after the youth pastor went our worship guy came up and started talking about um Oh, what's sponsoring the, kid? Yeah, sponsoring a kid. What's the organization? Compassion. Yeah, Compassion International, and was showing videos and stuff, and was like really hitting at people's heart of like you can uh, like one time give and sponsor a child, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh no, <laughs> and at the end of service, and 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 the person said, if you want to give, there's yeah. there's a booth, there's a tent out in the parking lot, and at oh. the end of the service. I'm standing in the booth, and not a joke, not a single person came to the booth, but you looked over at the Compassion International, yeah. and there was a huge line of people. Yeah. And I was like, I, not, not to be rude, they had you know pictures of the kids, and I think Compassion International is a mm-hmm. wonderful ministry, but I'm like, do I need to take a picture of your kids and like yeah. put them on the tent to talk about how important <laughs> this is? Brutal. But it was like so telling to me, like, wow, people would... Mm-hmm. Much rather just do a one-time mm-hmm. like tithe or one-time like yeah. money, financial donation and just not commit yeah. their time, not tithe their time. So yeah. to me, I think the giving sermons are super uncomfortable mm-hmm. to hear because sometimes you feel like, oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta spend this. Yeah. But the serving one is, I feel like you can listen to it, but also know like, yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm just not gonna listen to this one. Yeah, I think the thing that's interesting about our verbiage too is the word sacrificially Mm -hmm. because tagged on like when I hear that, I think a lot of people are exempting themselves like, Oh, I I don't really like working with kids or Mm -hmm. I have kids at home already and I'm burnt out and don't want to like also do kids at church or, you know, like everybody's exempting. And I think they'd be willing to serve, uh, in a space where it doesn't, didn't cost them much. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, they may ask like, what could I do that? Like, I don't have to wake up early for it. (laughs) Like it's not going to be too hard. It's going to fit my, you know, Mm -hmm. schedule really nicely or my, my skills or gifts. Um, and then that word sacrificially comes in and it denotes some sort of like giving up of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to come super easily. So I, that's the part in verse nine when it, and I didn't really hit on the sacrificial part in the message, which I totally should have. But if you fit it in with the message, that's the part of show hospitality without grumbling, without mm-hmm. grumbling, without grumbling. Yeah, yeah. The attitude. Yeah. Yeah. You and I had talked earlier in the week and I had pointed outside to the parking team and yeah. 
in my head, I'm thinking none of those guys are equipped or like gifted to lift cones and set up signs and point in the rain. Like that's not actually a spiritual gift or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but they do it because there's a need Mm -hmm. and they serve sacrificially. Um, And have come up with just a great, brotherhood of those people on that yeah they've got, always look like they're having fun out there they oh, they're are having, having the fun best. out there <laughs> in the rain in the sun like i want yeah. i look at them in the window like oh, can, can i hang out with you guys yeah. <laughs> then allison's like hey did you turn the coffee on yet like oh sorry i'll go crush those cans wow i don't see the side of allison that you see this also i just started sounding like winnie the pooh did you guys hear yeah. that yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> oh my gosh oh, boy. cracking the whip oh boy. <laughs> Well, I think the tough part is how do you communicate on stage the like symbiotic relationship of volunteering, right? Because you don't you don't lead with the benefit and say volunteer because it's going to make your life so much better. Yeah. But that's that's the truth of it, right? Like it is the truth. It's going to take some work and it's going to take some sacrifice, but it's also very much life giving. And I think everyone's heard that message and they're like, "Yeah, is it really though? Is it I mean, really life giving?" Amanda again is a wonderful example because when Amanda started attending arbor she knew cj and Mm -hmm. and pete and just a great family but then as amanda started attending more and helping out more Mm -hmm. amanda has become such a vital person in our community and within even the student ministry she is the reason that everybody is family we talk about how close the student ministry team is she was a person who made that happen was the glue to just bring everybody together there there's actually a story in there Um, so when I first started coming to Arbor, I came from like, just, I had a really bad past church experience and it took me a long time to get back into church. And so, um, once I started helping out, like I started helping out with kids, um, because I'm a preschool teacher, it's like second nature to me. And so I'm like, sure, I can, I can help out with kids. That's easy. It's like, it's my day job. Right. And so, and then, um, I also have a degree in youth ministry. And when Brian found out, he was like, I'm just going to be cool and wait for you to come to me. And and then at the same time, he's like, I have so many volunteers right now that I don't really need your help at the moment. So anyways, and so then the time came and he was was like, it was when we were a fat baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened and he was like, Hey, are you still interested? And I was like, sure. And it was during the summer and I showed up and like I have a big past with youth ministry like it's like my job like preschool where Mm -hmm. I do that every day I have a big past with it but there was something about showing up at Arbor students and Mm -hmm. I felt so under equipped so Mm. alone and Mm. I just I just felt like a fish out of water Mm. and I honestly I don't even know if I've told you this story this is the first time I'm hearing this okay I gotta watch my reaction I um I wanted to quit What mm. before the summer. And I remember I was just like, and it wasn't, it was just everything. I wanted to quit. And I remember like, okay, God, I'm, I'm giving it two more weeks. And then I'm going to tell Brian that I just, I can't do this. Like, it's not working for me. Mm. I feel like I'm not a part of the team. I feel like I'm this odd person out. And it was around the same time when Arbor sent out an email about how you feel connected at Arbor. Mm. Do you remember that? 
about like how we can better serve you. It was during COVID and there was oh, like, yeah. like, yeah, right. Allison, you put that email together. Yeah. It was like she a survey, a together. survey that you and sent black out. out and, I never yeah. and it was like, how can we better serve you? Oh, Are you survey. involved? Yeah. Survey. That, the survey. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, so I'm filling out this survey and I'm like, I feel like I know nobody. I have nothing. Like the only people like tying me here, are Pete and CJ. And I just, I just felt so defeated when I was filling it out. And then over the course of filling out that survey, <laughs> it makes it sound like it's a really long test. But um, during that survey, I just, I had a, a, sh a mental shift and it was like, you are involved in youth and you're involved mm. or students and you're involved with kids and you feel disconnected. What's your problem? Mm. And it was, I'm involved in these things, but I wasn't giving myself to them. I was working oh, wow. on autopilot. And once I like just shifted that it's when I started to become friends with Lincoln and do more stuff with Audra and Brian and mm. like it, it turned into family. It, wow. it turned into family and it was, I had to get over like me holding myself back and just, you know, let God use these gifts. And then I started bonding with the students mm. and like my, I remember at the end of summer going into the school year, um, when those sixth grade girls found out that I was going to be their leader, they were so excited mm. and it just, it made me feel excited. And yeah. now it's just turned into home. That's awesome. Well, I love that it was the Holy spirit that it yeah. worked at the same time as that survey mm -hmm. and that you were soft enough to the spirit to let mm. it minister to you and yeah. like do a little work with you. Cause imagine if you, um, came up with a different answer. Like, forget it. I can't yeah. believe I've been with this church for this long. Forget <laughs> it's it. It's the church's fault. Yeah. yeah. And then walked out. I mean, what mm -hmm. God has had for you here and for us to be in relationship mm -hmm. with you, all of that would have been lost if you had just not been soft to the spirit. Jeez. Brian, That's like, amazing. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, I'm honestly, I, I guess I'm saying, oh, my gosh, because those two weeks, I'm so glad the Holy Spirit and mm -hmm. God interceded yeah. because our youth ministry would be completely different right. if if that didn't happen. Right. Like, well, and us personally as friends, we would lose too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. Like, man, thank you, Lord. Mm. So. Well, one of the things I also want to talk about when it comes to uh, serving sacrificially, right? And someone already mentioned the word um, earlier in the podcast, but the word burnout, right? Mm -hmm. Where we see a lot of people who really devoted, volunteering all the time, and then they use the word burnout, which is totally legitimate. I'm not trying to say anything wrong with that. But as someone who worked for a church, then stopped working for a church and attended church, it took me so long to then volunteer at a church. And I don't know if, if we want to you know, talk about this and maybe try and put a finger on it, but it's something, at least for me, that I saw I know how good volunteering is at a church and serving and the importance of it. But when, when you get out of practice of doing it, you're like, am I ready? Am I, is my burnout taken care of? I don't know if you guys have experienced that as well of, you know, you serve for a long time. I know Brian and I, we served together um, at Eagle for a long time and you went straight to your ministry position after that, right? Yeah. So yeah, I didn't have that working then back to serving. So like, yeah. I, I think I was talking to, Allison about this that uh, Amanda mm -hmm. and we have another volunteer in our ministry named Nathan who both he's came. He's the really yeah. loud laughing one on yeah, Sundays. Yeah, oh, on the Sunday. If you ever hear his laugh, it's so great. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you made a funny joke. 
Um, or not, though. He always laughs at the <laughs> randomest times. <laughs> <He does. laughs> and then it kind of distracts you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it like, kind of builds uh, me up, though. I'm like, yeah. I am actually super funny. So. You, are, you had a funny moment today when you hosted, Allison. I did. Oh, yeah, you yeah. and I laughed. We laughed really hard at it. What was that? If you have lunch on Wednesdays. Yeah, if you have, yeah. Lunch, if, you have <laughs> if you if you eat lunch on Wednesdays, you can be in the space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just Hayden and I just died. I was like, I do that. I do eat lunch I, on like, Wednesdays. He, and then we laughed, and then it was just a wave yeah. of laughter that yeah. came after him. And I just <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. It's all about it me good. right now. It was good. But, <laughs> Get it going. Huh? Anyways, yeah. talking about Amanda and Nathan to me, it, they're like an an anomaly to me, where two people who worked for a church. Mm-hmm. In just unhealthy situation, just felt like they needed out, and then just mm-hmm. comes straight to a church and starts volunteering. Yeah, I, I for me, I think I would have huge pride getting in my way of like if I yeah. worked youth ministry and something happened and I went to another church, I would have a hard time jumping right back into mm-hmm. to well, youth and it's ministry. completely counter. Uh, it's it's the opposite advice that most people in ministry give you is when you leave ministry, rehabilitate and just attend church for yeah. a while. So, which is awesome that you and Nathan hopped into that, but like that's that's where I was at when I was out of ministry. I just attended church and didn't volunteer because mainly that's what I was told to do, and I appreciated it. I yep. think there's an inertia that happens yeah. though if you don't at like my counsel to people when they step back out of yeah. serving for a while is to like set a clock and yeah. <laughs> and stick to it that you yeah. would in three months, six months, nine, whatever. Yeah that you would commit to jumping yeah. back in. Cause yep. the problem is when people just have an open end date yes. of like, I'm just doing self care. Yeah. And really what they're doing is just being a little lazy at, yeah. ultimately at the end, like yeah. at the beginning it might start intentional, mm-hmm. but then it kind of drifts into inertia, which we're all yeah. prone to. And then you never jump back in. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a bigger commitment than to make the yeah. leap in time. But if you set a clock and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a good half year. I'm just going to receive. And then yeah. I'm going to get, get back into serving. And it doesn't have to be in the same old way that burned you out. Yeah, You know, like if you're burned out from the kids ministry, then join the parking team mm-hmm. or vice versa or yeah. try out for worship or, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, and talking about gifts again, cause I do know if that ever happened to me and I went to another church, there would be a time where I'm like, man, God has given me so many gifts right. that I'd feel horrible not using mm-hmm. them for for the yeah. game. So I do know eventually I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I gotta I gotta jump in somewhere and help help it, out because I have yeah. these gifts for his kingdom. I need mm-hmm. to use them. What it reminds me of um like Catherine Klein, right? Catherine Klein, when she came here, she had worked at a church previously and volunteered with with bookkeeping. Is that correct? Actually, the very first thing she volunteered with was food bank. And she, this was COVID. She only could work alone. So I stuck her in the sorting room and she sorted canned goods all Mm. by herself for weeks on end. Yeah. And then we had a change in leadership here with a lot of tasks that needed to be done. The biggest, scariest one for me was mm-hmm. finances and bookkeeping. Yeah. And so I was so discouraged walking out of a mm-hmm. team meeting one time and I wandered over to the food bank where she was working by herself. And I was mm-hmm. like, she was like, how can I help? And I was like, you don't happen to be a bookkeeper, do you? <laughs> and she goes, I organized books for a nonprofit for 27 years wow. or whatever. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah, she's been doing our, yeah. our yeah. bills ever since. And then we had a team meeting. Yeah. 
where Hayden was <laughs> talking about how he really needed some more uh, worship people. Specifically. And, yeah, specifically needed bass. Yeah. And um, Catherine, doing the bookkeeping, came... Uh, oh, she was on the... Was she on the phone? No, Michael was on the phone. Michael is on the phone. Yeah, so yeah, Michael's on the, on the phone. Catherine came because she was handing us new cards, which has been, like, horrible because we can't use them at Costco. But we got new cards. Yeah. And then Michael just out of nowhere asked... Hey, you wouldn't happen to play bass, would you? And yeah. Catherine's like, actually, I learned bass <laughs> yeah. from the last church because they needed it. And we're like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. She, here she is on bass. Yeah. <laughs> so now she plays bass keys. Yeah. Does our bookkeeping. She's yeah. sick. She's out for all of our jobs. If we need, we, yeah, I'm a little she worried. Might, she might have a youth. <laughs> Which youth is a little degree. comforting. Yeah. <laughs> I know we have a fallback now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I haven't asked her, but she probably has done youth ministry. Yeah. Probably created one. It's probably thriving. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it reminds me of... Oh, text her right now. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of not only as staff members do we need to personally ask people, but also when you are ready, like make it abundantly clear to us as well. Like I yeah. would love to serve. Where can I serve at? Or someone like Catherine who she's musically talented, but she... Because I remember that story a little differently. She was saying she saw that we didn't have a bass player. So she learned bass because she already played piano. So Oh, for Arbor? For Arbor. That's how I had heard it as yeah. well. She oh. watched us online yeah. and noticed we didn't have a bass player, so yep. she taught herself oh, that. I, yeah. I was I took that story as it was her last church no. that didn't have a bass player, so no, she learned it's, it. It's yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, it's us. <laughs> it's us. So But I love that she yes, needs exactly. your gift. Yeah. But I love that she even started small. Like yes, she exactly. was not gonna say I'm a musician, yep. I'm in finance, yep. and I'm too important to sort canned beans. Yes, you know, yeah. it was like, no, just she wanted to serve wherever there yep. was a need. It, yeah. If you guys remember part of that story too, is she was struggling with telling Hayden yeah. that she had these gifts that she was praying to God yeah. to for the conversation to open up. Mm-hmm. And then here Michael just yeah. you wouldn't happen to play bass, would you? <laughs> Yeah, those stories awesome. are what yeah. pumps me up because it's yeah. like God has a plan for Arbor mm-hmm. and he keeps doing these things. Yeah. And yeah. I just think, okay, we're we're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love and, that. And within my own ministry, if it weren't for Amanda and it weren't for Ethan, our ministry, like, it couldn't thrive the way it's thriving right now. They have mm-hmm. taken so much responsibility off of my plate yeah. so I can help Arbor with the stuff happening right now. So. Our teams and the people who have yeah. just been serving sacrificially yeah. have helped us through this last year and a half of just yeah. tough, tough ministry. Yeah, and it's incredibly important. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. something that you do for eternal significance. It's just, it, yeah, it's so mm-hmm. important. I can't yeah. even describe yeah. it. Like the gifting that she has in speaking, Nathan as well. But I'll tell you, the ultimate gift that Nathan has, it's so funny. He he is a children's director at heart mm. every game that we ever play no matter how lame the game is we play in student ministry he is having a blast and i really got to ask him one day are you actually having fun oh or he totally you, is or are you totally like, are you yeah. just making generating this, it are you making this fun yeah because you know wow brian needs help let yeah. me <laughs> let me have fun but every game that we play i look at him like it's not that fun but thanks man yeah <laughs> And it's contagious. Too, it is, right? yeah. So and the, so the guys around him are then yeah. having a blast. And there's a lot of guys around him and he that sits, don't play games. He sits usually. in with the students, yeah. which 
you know, is like a, it's, it's a teacher thing. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, yeah. if you're trying to correct behavior, they all, I always tell you, you know, proximity first yeah. before you like, you know, or positive reinforcement. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, but so he's always sitting in with the students, like sitting mm -hmm. with his small group. Yeah. Like awesome. he's That's always right there in there. Getting, too. Yep, and getting them super engaged with the game. Yeah. We, we played yeah. a game, uh, last week where, if your number came up that you were like that you had up in your hand, you were eliminated. Mm. And if you got eliminated, uh, one of our leaders came with the Nerf gun to shoot you. Uh. And every time the number popped up and it wasn't his, he'd be like, oh. I was like, <laughs> are you really scared? Or are you like really pumping up this game right now? Both. Like the guy Both. who laughs that pumps up your jokes. Yeah. It's like, am I not? Am I actually funny? Are you like, OK, Brian needs help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good. That's a good Nathan. That's a good Nathan. <laughs> well, we're we need to wrap this thing. Oh, up. we totally need to wrap. This oh up. my gosh! But so um, and this is a podcast, not a sermon. But in case anyone has heard some of the stories that we shared and and talking about serving, what would be the best way for them if they want to serve after listening to this podcast? What would be the best way for them to get connected to a team, Allison or Brian, or Amanda? <laughs> Uh, honestly, talk to the the staff member that you become okay. incredibly close with at this time, or you, even vaguely familiar with. Or yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> if not, you can email either Allison or I, which yeah. is our names. Allison at arbitrage.com or Brian at, at or info at or info. You have, you can email basically any, any at arbitrage.com. Go to the staff yeah. page on our website and just yeah. click one of us. DM on <laughs> Instagram, Insta, Facebook, like, yeah. Yeah. Send Snail a mail us a if you letter. Got a pigeon, send a pigeon. Send a pigeon. Smoke yeah. signals work too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Check the weather. Or though. a phone call. <laughs> or a phone call. All right. Well, anything phone else phone before we uh, close it out? This was a great series. I yeah. hope everybody feels like they know what defines an arborite. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's now good get to ready for forty days of prayer. Yeah. Forty plus. Forty plus, man. Forty plus days of prayer. Forty plus days of prayer. <laughs> like forty, the cross. Sure. All right. You should be in charge of marketing. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening or watching the follow-up podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.